All right, we're rolling. Welcome to Doug and Joe Talk. I'm Doug. I'm Joe. Welcome. What a day. A Tuesday. It's a beautiful day in Iowa. <coughs> yeah, right. Actually, it's not been a beautiful day. It's been hazy and <coughs> kind of uh, spitting rain here in our neck of the woods today. But it's cool, and that's nice after a long, hot summer. I, I don't know about you, Doug, but I'm really appreciating the cooler weather these days. Yeah, I, I suppose since I wasn't out working in it, the misty part of the day didn't bug me as much. I, I just the temperature. I love fall. You know, the humidity, um, you know, isn't crazy high like in the summer, yeah. but you get a little bit when it rains, and it, but it's cooler, and it's just, this is my time of year. I like it when you, you're outside with a jacket on, you're just a little bit yeah. cold. You know? I'll tell you what, it's, uh, and I feel like it's fine that we're talking about the weather, because you talk about the weather with friends, and our listeners are friends, and... We're including them in on this little thing here, but both of them. We, yeah, both okay. of our listeners, are friends. and uh, quite, quite literally. But uh, no, we went to Wisconsin last weekend and did, and camped at my friend's house, and it was downright cold up there. It was uh, nights were in the thirties, and so getting a little taste of that wow. coming back to this just feels like oh yeah, a little bit of heaven. Far enough north, you'd get pretty cold up there. Yeah, it, well, it was a cool weekend anyway here. So. Oh. Well, a lot going on. Of course, we probably should start with this uh, this nice cigar we have in our hands. And it is a nice one. Yeah, it is um, uh, the final third. And, of course, it's from the, the three cigar collection by Cigar Obsession. Uh, kudos to Brian Glenn. I like watching his videos and learning about cigars. It seems like his palate is similar to mine, so I like what he likes. And that's a, that's a valuable thing. Oh, totally. So, uh, But the final third is... A box-pressed, medium-bodied cigar hailing from Nicaragua. And uh, the wrapper is Nicaraguan Habano. The binder is Nicaraguan. And the filler is Nicaraguan. Now, so... Uh, Triple nickel. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, <clears throat> I have interesting expectations because I have an opinion of what an all-Nicaraguan cigar would taste like. And so I get to find out if that's going to... If it's going to meet what I what I think mm-hmm. it will taste like, so um, on the light it's it's good and it's complex like usual and uh, light. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of a almost a the the, the thing that popped into my head was peanuts hmm. <laughs> when I first lit it. That, that might be kind of crazy, but <clears throat> well, you know, and, it's and, not in the taste description. Peanuts. It, it it isn't, but but nuts is is something that sometimes mm-hmm. comes out in cigars and 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 again sometimes you're part of the experience is just trying to figure it out as you're going it's like what am I tasting you know and um, so real vegetal right now for me I mean I know on the on the pre draw I got a little bit of spice in the pre draw mm-hmm. which made me nervous I thought it was going to be super spicy but so far it's not oh, just a teeny yeah. bit I've got none mm-hmm. so yeah so I agree. Um, feels good on the lips. Yeah, the box press is fun. I always like they make you. It makes you feel like you're smoking a fancier cigar. Um, so uh, we'll good. we'll get into it. Give it a few minutes to warm up. It's see, see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, not too much to say right now. Um, but I, I'd like to say there's some worthwhile stuff going on in the news, and there is, but it's all overshadowed by the Kavanaugh stuff. I'll, I'll call it, which is on some level ridiculous, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, I mean, we'll, that seems to be overshadowing everything else. Yeah. At least in the, from what you're hearing from news outlets, definitely mm-hmm. it is. And you know, there, I'm kind of surprised by that when every day I expect to hear something else when I look on, uh, yeah, when I look on the, you know, websites or hear radio or whatever. Um, but it seems that it just keeps dragging on and on and on. And I, and I kind of expect it to blow over because every other news story, you know, blows over. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like if this would have happened, if this exact same thing would have happened in any other presidential, uh, I, can't, I shouldn't say regime, in, if it, under any other president, that it would have blown over by now. You know, people get tired of it, they get fatigued, and the news the news people kind of move on. You know, they might talk about it a little bit, but it kind of just blow, it blows over. Every, I mean, have you ever seen a, a Washington scandal? If you can call this a scandal. Yeah. Have you ever seen the media so obsessed with a scandal in, in, in well, D.C.? I, I don't think I... It's been I don't weeks. think I... Yeah, it's, I don't think I have, but here, here's the thing, and somebody hinted at this, so 
I haven't had my pulse on what the world is thinking of it. I've just mainly, you know, I've, I've have a few outlets where I've been getting the news. But someone said, and, and, and I wonder if this is true, they said, you know, I don't think the American people are buying it. Because you go from an allegation that can't be proven to, oh, but wait, he did drink in, I think he really did drink in college, which is like, so and high school, yeah. So and, and what? And then you go to, yeah. well, gee, did he, you know, did he get a tattoo that he's hiding under his? I mean, you could go to anything, oh, yeah. you know. Um, you know, did he have long hair in college? Oh my gosh! I mean, the, gosh, it's just getting silly and ridiculous. You know, there's there's really one thing on the table that could possibly be credible. And I don't, and that's the whole yeah. thing. They're they're using well, the word credible, which is just yeah. yeah. There's lots of things. There's lots of things, and I think that that um, we should we should kind of systematically move through the Kavanaugh thing. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I want to, I think that you you sort of like just uh, tiptoed on this topic, and that is that the public isn't buying it. I <clears throat> I think for the vast majority, you are absolutely correct about that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that we are so have become so divided as a country as far as uh, politically, that the people who don't like Trump are desperate to tear down Kavanaugh. Yeah. And and if you look at some of the photographs of the different protests or the different uh, people that are uh, take, like weighing in on this mm-hmm. against Kavanaugh, not the people that are weighing in for Kavanaugh, but the people that are weighing in against him, you see that they are dyed in the wool liberals slash Democrat supporting people. There's not... that. It's It's almost painfully obvious that they're hearing what they want to hear. And I don't think that they're, they are, like, morally, um, the people that I've seen, I'm just talking about, like, friends or, or photographs I've seen or contacts that I've had. I don't think that they have, like, um, that they're trying to do evil, necessarily, mm-hmm. but they want so badly to believe that he is some kind of predator, and they, wanna, they want to have sympathy and compassion on this woman who is, you know, who has alleged that she was abused, and they just, they don't even weigh... The, they don't reason through it at all. They just immediately jump and say, "Yes, I'm with her. I believe her. I believe her." And well, and and if I may, I don't. If you're if you're on a really long stream, I don't want to interrupt here. But they they said we believe you before the hearing. Yeah, they, yes, said, they did it. And, and talking about yeah these these uh, yeah, yeah, and it's like well now wait before you even heard the facts. Okay, and like part of me just the ornery part of me just wants to say, oh, okay, well you already believe. It. Let's just then we don't need a hearing. Let's just confirm him. Let's vote. Because I'm a little ticked that the Republicans weren't a little more gutsy about that. Grassley, I like Grassley, but he's a he's a tenured, seasoned politician. He's giving a lot of he's being very generous with all of this. Alright. And I think that he's uh, right on the line of being too generous. But he's leaving but he's leaving right but he's leaving no excuse. After, if, if Kavanaugh gets confirmed, he will be able to say, we did everything you wanted us to do. And, yeah. Which is, well, it's fine, I think. I mean, if, you, if whatever. But let's, uh, uh, you want to dig into like some of these specific yeah, topics? Yeah, yeah let, let, me, let me see. Let me talk a little bit about, just, I want to touch on the fact that, first of all, I just think everyone knows, or, or they should know, that the Democrats are just being slimy and evil to do this, first of all. They, even if you believe the lady, you can say, okay, fine, I have compassion for you, I'm sorry you went through this, I believe this happened to you. There isn't enough information that is black and white that can be checked. And that's, and all they're doing is, everyone knows they're using it for a delay. They're trying to delay, they're trying to get get to the point where there won't be enough votes once they get past the midterm. And that's their whole goal. I think everyone knows that. And that's just wrong and evil. And maybe maybe that's just politics, but when you're destroying a man's life, and maybe you're, and I've heard people say that, maybe you're not destroying his life. Maybe that's just part of being, you know, run. It, it seems evil to me. It's, it's a new low. If it's not evil, then it's a new low. And, and <clears throat> I... Could, yeah. Go ahead. Well, just... 
the fact that you could make take an allegation and and that they were here's here's the here's the new low. Here's what I mean by that. They were digging through his high school yearbook. Yeah. After a lifetime of immaculate public service, digging through your high school yearbook. That's come on. That seems so petty. Okay, and I I want to disclose. I did. I listened to the entire hearing. Okay. And which day was it? It was uh, I was working in the field. I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Wednesday or Thursday. It was Thursday. And and here here's the thing. I think I want to I want to if we can. Will I derail the thing? Uh, your train of thought if I talk about credibility? No, no. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Here's the thing. After listening to the to the <clears throat> to the testimony and even before the testimony, I heard a an a. a uh, I heard a subject matter expert talk about what is the legal definition of credibility. And that's interesting because I've never heard yeah. that. Okay. And, and what, how you determine whether an allegation, an accusation is credible or not, is if it, it's reasonable. That's, the, that's kind of the legal, de, legal term or the legal definition of, of credibility is, did they know each other at that time? Were they in the same vicinity? Is it is it does it sound reasonable that they could have been at a house party in the same vicinity at the same time together? Yes. So that makes it a credible. It does has nothing to do with her positioning True, right. or her politics. It's just it's just the facts. Is it possible that this could happen? Yeah. So that's what makes it a credi credible accusation, not her personal credibility. Just could this have happened? Right, but if you if you notice the spin Oh, it's the, totally being spun. Because the, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about her accusation being credible, except maybe um, a, a few uh, um, Republicans saying it, 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 it might, it's credible enough, maybe we should look into it a little. But the Dems always talk about her being credible, yeah. so that if you well, say no, <laughs> then you're attacking a woman, yeah. which is not what's happening. Here's the other side of the coin. <laughs> yeah. And I've heard a lot of commentators this week, I think, push this one too far. Mm -hmm. After listening to her testimony, I sort of believe something probably did happen to her at some time, in some place, by someone. Because you listen to a person talk, and I didn't watch, I had no eyes on it, I was just listening to the, to the live audio of the hearings. But it was, it, either she's a really good at voice actor, because mm -hmm. I didn't see her, Mm -hmm. Either she's a really good voice actor, or she's digging from some kind of personal experience. <clears throat> and honestly, I think she it's possible that she could even believe that it was Kavanaugh. Somebody could have made her believe that, or whatever, but I, I think that something probably did happen to her at some point, it, you know, at some time in some place with somebody, and I think that's what Kavanaugh said too. But, um, but here's, the, here's the facts. And that is, I think that they, this was even said during the testimony. I think this was brought up by the uh, female prosecutor. Uh, I think she's from Texas or something that the GOP had mm -hmm. do their questioning for them so that they couldn't sort of be pigeonholed as, you know, white males that couldn't have empathy or compassion. Um, she said, you're aware that oftentimes cases like this, these accusations get made and it, they might even be true, but oftentimes there's not enough evidence to make a case. And that's exactly what I think we have here. Because if you look at Kavanaugh, it, it, an accusation has to have evidence mm -hmm. to corroborate the accusation. There's, she has zero, zero evidence. And even the people that she lists, which by the way keep changing, the people that she lists that were there have all, uh, with penalty of, fel of felony given sworn statements, affidavits, yeah. that they weren't there. So not only does she not have evidence, she has refuting it. She, she has provided refuting evidence. And, and so there you go. I mean, if, if this is a court of law, there's no case. Well, um, ben, ben Shapiro, who it's, I, you know, I wear some of my podcasts on my sleeve, <laughs> if you will, because um, I, I listen to him a little less than I used to, but he, he said something that I, that I think was really sharp and it, and it made sense, and I'd, I'd like to echo it here, giving him full credit, but he, he said he thought the prosecutor should have taken a slightly different approach. She, she did kind of say what you said, but I think the idea of saying, you know, we believe something happened to you, and we need your help in getting some corroborative evidence to show 
that it did happen, mm-hmm. and then help us find out um, who it was that did it. Because that... That's what you think he... That's, that's what, what he was saying. That's what he was done. saying. And if she would have done that, that would have said that, that would have at least taken some of the the, the uh, it would have dampened the Democrats' ability to say we're attacking her because we're not. We're saying, hey, we believe you. Help us. Help us find this corroborative evidence. And then if she couldn't, and it's like, okay, we we still believe something happened to you, but we don't have the evidence. The only thing they could say is then that they're not, you, you could still be compassionate, you could believe her. See, I think she did take that approach. I mean, after listening really? to it, yeah, okay. she was very friendly with her. Boy. And, uh. and really, I mean, it was basically, what happened there ah, was a forensic interview. Hmm. Um, they talked about that a little bit. I forget who where I heard that term thrown around, whether it was with commentary or within the actual testimony, but they talked about a forensic interview. This is how it's usually done. How it's usually done is if someone comes to the authorities and says, something happened to me, they undergo not a lie detector test, a polygraph, um, paid for by who knows who. She didn't even know who... Who had paid for the polygraph or From anything? Soros. There was a bunch. There was a bunch of things, a bunch yeah. of things where you could clearly tell during the testimony that this person was being handled. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her coming forth with this. It was it was being handled. Yeah, it's well. It's time, for, it's time I, for a cigar update. I, but but um, bef- uh, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry that I made you lose your train of thought. Um, but I I um I actually heard the forensic. Uh, what do you call it? Forensic what? Forensic interview. Forensic interview. I know what I. I heard that part in one of the clips I listened to. We're a few minutes later. Uh, the, yeah, the forensic. The the prosecutor lady um, said, "Did any of your legal counsel suggest that you do that?" And she said, "No." Okay, so it did come up in the testimony. <laughs> yes, yeah. and that's important. So let's come. It's ba- totally important. <clears throat> yeah, let's yeah. come. Let's come back to that because <clears throat> we're time. We're time for a cigar update. So, um, um, I'm. Uh, I might be talking too much and not drawing enough. I might try drawing a little harder. This is actually... You'll notice every time you're talking, I'm over here just working. I, you're just this working. This, I know. I saw it. I'm like... I'm like um, well, the, well, the description calls it a delicious barrage. I'm... That's... Uh, yeah. Yeah? Delicious you're, you're getting, barrage. Yeah, I sure. think I'm going to need to concentrate on smoking a little more. I think you're about <laughs> like a good, what, half inch? Oh, quarter Maybe inch? Not. No, Maybe not. You're a little bit further down than me, but not much. I did lose my ash, though, because oh. I'm being so energetic. I'm yeah. Like, well, so... I'm getting um, just just a, a hint of spice that I like. I'm getting some earth. Might might be coffee, but um, there's there's uh, some oil. It doesn't. The wrapper shines a little. It's not like overly oily, but it's got a little bit of shine to it. So I was expecting a little oil, mm. but it's soft. The draw is yeah. great, um, but I'm not getting like I expected a little more flavor, and so I'm gonna work it a little more, draw a little faster, and see what happens. Do because mine is sweet sweetening okay. up. Right. Deliciously. Okay. It's candy. I mean, it's baked goods and and niceties. Okay. All right. All over well, the place. Um, official cigar words. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, then I'm going to definitely draw harder on this. So, so say more about where you were on the forensic interview and and some, well, some of that. I guess uh, I kind of lost where I was going, but but for sure. Procedure wasn't handled, wasn't followed on this, mm-hmm. and uh, by her counsel. By her counsel, yeah, definitely by her counsel, and I and so I feel like this lady not only has been victimized at some time in her past, but I feel like she's being victimized again by these Democrats who have absolutely one reason for denying Judge Kavanaugh this seat, and it is political. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely political. Now, here, here's the other thing, I guess, maybe where I was going. I believe that something happened to her. Mm-hmm. And I believe that she was very much coached in how to present that because she repeated some words over and over. I wish I could be more helpful. I wish I could be more helpful. I don't remember. But I believe Kavanaugh as well. Yeah. I believe something <clears throat> happened, probably happened to her. But Kavanaugh responded, I think, in exactly the kind of way that a man who is being falsely accused would respond. And not only did he have the passion and the, the sort of, um, the, all the right emotions, but he also had evidence like crazy, even alibi evidence yeah. from his calendars, and that's infinitely more than she presented. Mm-hmm. And so 
when you have the, 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 the witness, the supposed witnesses that have all basically testified, um, saying they weren't there, they don't, know what, they don't know anything about this, and you have his calendars as evidence, you, you've got no case. And if you've got no case, then you've got nothing. Because what they're trying to do is use this long, drawn-out, continuous barrage of accusation to stain his image enough that these politicians are scared to confirm him. When in reality, all it is, all it has been so far, if you do the math and you look at the evidence, is nothing but an empty accusation that really leaves everyone, everyone on this earth wide open for this kind of treachery. That, that's precisely why I've used the phrase spineless Republicans. I mean, I, I, the Republicans would generally probably be my camp, um, generally speaking anyway. And I, and I understand that you, you were saying Grassley just wanted to say, okay, we're going to do everything we can. He wants so to be they, above reproach with he, this whole thing. He does, but, you know, I'm not sure. And, you know, this is, this is where I can have an opinion, even if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. and I change my opinion in three months or whatever. It's okay, because it's our podcast. Yep. But I think he's wrong. I don't think, I think he's above reproach in saying there are zero allegations we're voting. And I actually think... Zero evidence. There's zero, sorry, sorry yeah. zero evidence. Sorry, <laughs> zero evidence. Yeah. And uh, we are voting. This is silly. I sh- we should not yeah. allow any more of this drama, these being thrown at Brett Kavanaugh. On some level, you have to say, I'm going to protect this person because that's what's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and hindsight is 2020. Yeah, it really is. But if we're allowed that in this case, I think you could re- you could absolutely legitimately say Grassley should have just made this be a non-issue. Even yeah. if he would have taken some heat from that, um, it would be far less than this storm that we're seeing right now of of just it's a circus. And did you see Lindsey Graham's uh, response? Oh, yeah. Dude, that guy, That's probably the only I, positive okay. thing I've heard all I, week. i got to make a confession. I'm <laughs> okay. sitting in the tractor. We're, we're harvesting, <laughs> and I'm listening to this. And and Lindsey Graham talks, and I abs- I actually like clapped my hands and did the whole, like, yeah. praise Jesus kind of thing, <laughs> waving my hands in the air, because what he did was, like, so what I was feeling. It was I like, thought he was going to cuss. <laughs> well, he did a little bit. Did he? I think oh, okay. he I think he might have said hell or something. Okay. Uh, um. But <laughs> he was I I don't know. I what? mean, you you just you just feel for the whole situation. You think that this isn't necessary. This is just further dividing the country where it doesn't need divided anymore. It's not revealing truth. It's just it's it's yeah. it's just ridiculous. Well, did you hear Trump uh, hammering uh who was it that didn't didn't share the information until two months later. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, the the senator uh, Feinstein. Feinstein. Fein- okay, Trump was uh, ha- Trump was hammering her because he was like, well, and so did so did Grassley, and so did everybody else in the hearing. Yeah, <clears throat> go ahead. Oh, uh, when he was speaking, he was just he was just saying, um, you know, they that the Democrats were saying, well, we want we want more time. We need we need to have the FBI look at these delay and, delay. And Trump said, time. Delay. You want time. Why didn't you turn this in two months ago? When you had it. Yeah. And, oh, it's yeah. Like, and I'm like, way to go. It's Absolutely. Like... It, it's definitely one of those things. In fact, Grassley got on her. It's known that she had this in June or July mm-hmm. and didn't say anything during the investigation. During the investigation, which tells you right there that it's nothing. It, it, it sure does. And there... It... <laughs> and... There's something else that I have to say this about Trump because this sort of surprised me. Um, uh, he hasn't he hasn't been tweeting a bunch of dumbass stuff in the last couple of weeks. He's getting Twitter discipline. Yeah, that's I'm like, for sure. Like is so, like is he well, growing? There's, is there's he an election better? coming up. Okay, and I think that he's got some. Because I'm like, hey, he's kind of maintain holding his cool. And my word, that really made him look good in a couple situations because he wasn't just spouting off, you know. And that's like probably his worst his worst thing for his political career than anything. Is he just spouts off without thinking about well, it. Well, if okay, I told somebody today something mm-hmm. that I'll repeat here. I've never in my lifetime been happy about the president. I've always been had a negative view of the president <clears throat> because of stupid political junk and just stuff that I've known about that they're doing that doesn't get 
spread around. I told I told somebody a friend today. I am for the first time in my life happy about our president. Mm. And uh, it, part of the reason I think he's probably not tweeting too much is because he's just getting stuff done. He's out working. He's getting stuff done. You know. Yeah. Well, and he's the last couple times I heard him speak, he actually seemed a little bit sharper or smarter. And I'm thinking. Did he go have coffee with Nikki Haley? Did she write a couple speeches for him? Yeah, because I'm sorry. I just think she's really super sharp. You, yeah. know? <laughs> you know, that's why I say that. Seems to be. Um, but it's like, you know, is so, maybe, and maybe he's getting better. Someone suggested that, too. Is he's If he's a businessman, he knows he has to get smarter, learn. Totally. Chain, no you know, no doubt he's a good Grow, man. figure these things out. And he's good at, and he's good at that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this is... And I don't want to talk the whole time about this because it is sort of frustrating, but I do want to say it, it needs to be over. And uh, I, I understand Grassley wants to have it be completely above reproach, but at some point I don't think they're they're doing justice to caring about the man and really – because there's – if anything, I hope for God's sake they're not setting a precedence that this is what's going to happen. Well, see, that's what time. I'm afraid of. And I think that's yeah. – <clears throat> when it comes to a point that we're, see, we're hearing this – and we're seeing this, it's so clear to me that the Democrats, in this case, have no, nothing else. Yeah. They don't have anything. They don't have a, a platform. They don't have any agenda except for get rid of Trump and everything that he does. And that, to me, is very scary. Because it's like a cornered beast. They're, they're willing to do anything, apparently, and make any accusation. And not, I, I know they're kind of all over the place, but... Nine out of ten, maybe ninety-nine out of a hundred men in Kavanaugh's position would have quit by now. Think about that. Like, it would have been way easier for him to just walk away. Say, you know what? I don't want to tarnish the Republican Party. I don't want to tarnish the administration anymore. I don't want to tarnish my own family and my own self anymore. You know what? I'm going to go quietly into the night. Yeah. And there was... (sighs) Good on him for not. Yeah, I'm really glad he didn't. I'm glad Trump didn't cave either because there's one point where I thought, gosh, at, at what point would would Kavanaugh or Trump even just, or Trump just say, you know, it, it's okay, it's okay if you back down, and Kavanaugh back because, and then Trump calling Amy Coney Barrett or whatever her name is, which would just really torque him off. But you know, <laughs> let's let's okay, we've been we've been pretty upset about this so far, but uh-huh. let's look at a positive aspect. Mm-hmm. Trump is <clears throat> becoming known for baiting his his enemies into showing their cards. He has done a masterful job in all of this. Boy, I haven't thought about, <laughs> I haven't thought about that. He's got them. They're laid, they've laid their cards on the table. And if he can get the word out about what's going, you know what I'm saying? And I think his supporters are right there with him. I don't know any I don't know anybody that was was a Trump supporter that's been turned by this. I only see entrenching you know people people digging in yeah and i i wonder when i as i said earlier that i heard someone i can't remember who it was saying that um saying that he he doesn't think that the american people are really buying it they're actually seeing through all the crap if they are then maybe you could say trump's Trump's just letting it go he's winning because the longer it goes the stupider the democrats look he's given them enough rope to hang themselves with that i think that's the truth and, uh, yeah, so, gosh, well, that's just... And here's the other thing. I mean, to, to prove that, to, to provide evidence for that point, look at the people that are protesting and are very upset. The av- I think the average American looks at those photographs, looks at those videos and says, that's not my people. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. And, and, <clears throat> and so he wins. Yeah. To put a... Did, positive as possible yeah. spin on this. Did you did you see any of the? I, I just read a line and saw a couple photos about um, like I think it was women for Kavanaugh. There was there were a bunch of bunch of ladies with T-shirts basically saying, um, you know, we we support him. Saying you know, look this this lady's nuts. And it was a bunch of women. Well, and I don't of, like yeah. that. I don't like that approach. I don't like the approach of this lady's nuts. She has been used and abused. This is true by e- an evil Democratic Party. You're right. Which is what I, they do. Which is what they're, yeah, what they seem to do. And I don't fault her a bit. I think she, it was her st- her statement that she wanted to keep things private. Only a few people had this letter that she wrote. Yeah. And they blew it out into the public and 
that something I heard. Maybe was it Rush talking about yesterday? <clears throat> Rush Limbaugh talking about yesterday was that fact that during the hearings, sort of a backhanded accusation came toward Feinstein for releasing this letter. Like, there's only a few people that could have released it, and yeah, you're the that. main. Mm-hmm. And she turns to her her staff that's there with her. You know, they have like a few staff members there to kind of give them notes or advice or whatever she turns to them and basically was like did we release it and then she turns to the microphone yeah she turns uh, to the mic she and, turns to the mic and <clears throat> says no we didn't release it and we're yeah. just supposed to take her word for it yeah yeah in all of this and i i, I want to apologize i i, I was it, i don't actually know that that that, that women thing was saying the lady is nuts and i don't and yeah. i get i get angry and amped up and I'm, i i i kind of say she's nuts but i'm actually i i agree with you i i agree that something probably did happen and I shouldn't get too excited and not be compassionate uh, because I do believe she's being used, and I think I think you totally being you used. have it right there, and that's well, that's horrible. Another case in point with that before we go to a cigar update, which we're it's time for, but <clears throat> but she didn't know the fact that she didn't know that GOP senators had offered to her to go interview her at her home. She didn't know that they had offered that. Which means that was nobody kept from told her. her. No, yeah. her counsel didn't, didn't tell her. Yeah. Feinstein didn't tell her, <laughs> and that the Democrats didn't invo- didn't cooperate or involve themselves with any of the investigation prior to those hearings, when the GOP lawmakers had been sending staff and some yeah. of them going themselves to go interview people, and and the Democrats wanted nothing to do with actually seeking out the facts. She's being used. So All right, are we go. ready for a cigar update? Yes, let's talk about the okay. cigar. My ash is still holding on. I got. Almost a two-inch ash. Um, I've been getting more flavor. I'm trying to draw a little faster, uh, not talk as much, get too amped up with politics. <laughs> and um, um, and it's um, there's more flavor, so that's good. It's it's starting to hit that medium, maybe maybe a tick towards full. Um, I'm getting a little bit of a of a what what I call a, a bitter green, and sometimes when it gets a little more um, burnt tasting it it has a coffee or a dark chocolate but it's a it's an interesting bitter kind of a green taste i've been getting a hint of sweet that you were that you suggested um but i will say because there's sec- this is our second update this might be my favorite of the three i think it definitely is my favorite yeah. of the three <clears throat> so um but uh we'll we'll make our final decision the I, next update what are you i agree with you? your bitter green i think it's been real real vegetal since the very beginning it's mellowed out a lot since we gotten kind of further into the cigar but it's definitely staying sweet for me. The sort of, you know, the baked good, nutty, sort of sweet, nice taste. Um, so, yeah, I, I, at this point, for me, I think I'm a little, I don't know if I'm a further or not, but it's just smoothed out. It's just gotten a lot more sort of, maybe you could say creamy. Not to, not, not to, we don't, we hate to copy the description too much, but. I know. Um, it has. It has. I get that now. It's it's really smoothed out, sort of tied itself together. So maybe there's kind of a toasted. If if you know the difference between when you said peanut or peanut butter, whatever. You yeah, know, I was you getting said that sort of peanut. I'm on like a, maybe that some kind of toasted nut, maybe kind of a like a really like almost like a burnt nut mm-hmm. um, taste, and that's coming with a hint of sweet in it. Maybe maybe that's what I'm getting here. Um, so, but I'm, yes, I, I like this more and I think it's, it's largely because there's a, there's a hint of sweet in this and the other two tended to be a little more earthy. They were very much so. Yeah. So they were more bitter and earthy. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have a little bit of a wonky burn starting, but okay. that's not, I mean, that doesn't count against the cigar at this point. No. And mine, I was worried about mine lighten, but it did light apparently while well, mine's burning perfect. Well. Yeah. So, uh, mine just kind of got a little bit of a yeah spot. So I'll change my hold and. It's because you're because you're drinking beer and your wet lips are touch. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to make something silly up here. No, so. I don't think it's like the butterfly effect. You know, Kim Jong Un passed gas and so did, and so your cigar's burning wonky. That's wonky. right. I get it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you, you know, I, uh, I I like to have an unofficial sponsor, and I actually forgot to write one down. That's the one from last week, as I'm looking at my notes here. But I do want to. I think the perfect unofficial sponsor should be because we smoked three of. Of cigar obsession cigars, we should say they are our official, uh, unofficial <laughs> sponsor for this They're week. Our chosen, our chosen. Sponsor. That's what right. Yeah, chosen unofficial right. sponsor this week. Um, CigarObsession.com. I've already plugged them earlier. Um, it is nice if you find someone if they say this is a good cigar and you like it, keep listening to them because if you 
if you listen to someone and they say, oh, this is a great cigar, and you try it and you don't like it, it's like, oh, I don't want to listen to them anymore. Because they're, and that doesn't mean they're wrong. It just means their palate mm-hmm. doesn't match yours. And so, thank you, Brian Glenn, CigarObsession.com, and uh, for making these yeah. first, second, and final third cigars. <clears throat> Good collection, but I'd say this is definitely by far. I, think I mean, so. I, I don't think anything. It's close. It's not so. close. So, um, all right. Um, well, have have we hammered the Kavanaugh stuff enough? Can we can we say one more thing about sure. the Kavanaugh we can. situation? This isn't it doesn't pertain to their that case specifically, mm-hmm. but a question crossed my mind right before I left home tonight, and I jotted it down because I wanted to bring it up. I I read a news story today that said that victim resource centers across the nation, that is these are these are organizations that are sort of victim advocates mm-hmm. and provide resources and and recourse for people who have been victimized in many ways since the Kavanaugh hearings have been flooded with calls these are people that are calling in saying in my past such and such happened and you know because this has all been brought to light you know I mean the accusation itself is that they're at a party and had some inappropriate touching essentially is that is that what you would call it yeah, I might I might even say stronger than inappropriate. I might I might say borderlining on some type of I I don't know the legal terms, mm-hmm. but some type of sexual impropriety. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I I leave the accusation a little bit open to interpretation sure. because a a fifteen year old girl in that position is going to see it a lot different <clears throat> than somebody else. But True. but certainly it wasn't right. But what I'm saying is that. I even hate to say what I'm about to say. It seemed a little mild mm-hmm. compared to some stuff that I just know goes on. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay. It was pretty mild compared to some stuff that goes on. What happens if this becomes... what? And I hope this is a fair question and a, an appropriate one. Mm-hmm. What happens if everybody does what Ford has done and, and starts... What, I mean, what happens if... This becomes a, a a nationwide thing where just everybody who's had anything that they that they remember as being inappropriate starts starts reporting and act accusing and and I don't know what kind of re, re effect that's going to have nationwide. I'm not talking about just DC or just it's not limited. It's just what happens if if everybody does this? Is there is there ever is there ever an appropriate amount of of, listen, we all know bad stuff happens, and we have all done bad stuff and been victim to bad stuff that we just let lay because it's this is the world that we live in. I hope hope you understand what I'm what I'm asking. Here. What I, I do, and if, I think I have a both sides answer. I don't know. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Yeah, and I love your questions when you make me think like this. Okay, the good side would be if something happened and somebody thinks it's really necessary to bring it up, if it can bring them healing. You know, because you, then then that's a good thing if they can, if they can somehow get healing. Um, but the the legal question of whether you can prosecute and punish someone, um, I think, remains unchanged. I think innocent until proven guilty is a good thing for both men and women. I think the fact that you can believe someone that something happened. And there not be enough evidence to convict somebody. And on one hand, you want to say that's horrible for the victim, but you have to say that's the standard we live in. That sometimes it's going to happen, and we have to do our best. Yeah. You know, this isn't a system that's perfect 100% of the time. It's the best we can do. Well, and, and what we're seeing, though, and I guess this does directly pertain to Kavanaugh, what we're seeing is that it's... <clears throat> we have up till now, lived in a world with that standard. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes things happen and there's not enough evidence to convict and punish. But, even if we can't convict and punish them by law, we can punish them personally by just making the accusation and ruining... Or un, uh, I, I don't want to even say ruining their life. Or yeah, because yeah, like that's that, a little but dramatic. Like, but, yeah. like, taking my personal vengeance out on somebody because I feel hurt. I think... Because, oh, I, I, you know, I want victims to have healing. I really do, mm-hmm. to echo what you said. 
but I also don't want to just chase every... I, I think it does damage when we chase every closet, every skeleton out of every closet. When people are young and they do stupid things. I, and I don't know, maybe I'm in the minority in this, and that's okay. I'm, that's why I'm kind of asking the question, because... I, I agree, but I do think there is one other thing that, that gets missed in this conversation. It is the left that says, you know, we, we shouldn't force our beliefs on our children. We should just kind of let them grow into their own, let them adapt. Um, you know, women and men, they can go out and... You know, they, they say have loose morals. It's, it's yeah. the, the, the right that says, don't go to that frickin' party. Teach your kids that they had not to be there. And so, on one hand, I think that we have to realize that the culture has dropped to a level that is honestly unsustainable. At, at that level, that morality is gonna break, has already broken down <clears throat> to the point where people are, you know, fighting against each other. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> you you bring it to the center of where it needs to be. It is a moral question. This is a moral question. It it is, and and so if this is wrong behavior, okay, you finish, and then I'll, then yeah, I'll talk on Well, <laughs> and what I want it's not only is it wrong behavior for whether you're fifteen or or whether you're thirty, it might it's wrong behavior for a guy to have his hands all over a girl if she doesn't want it. But you know what else is wrong? it's probably wrong for that girl to go to the party. It might even be wrong for the boy to go to the party. And the fact that the culture kind of says, oh, you know, just let them have their fun. Let them sow their wild oats. No. No, don't. Teach them otherwise. And the same thing came up, if you remember, when we were talking about Harvey Weinstein. You know, and all that stuff. Yeah, I would teach my daughter, get get away from him. Don't go to his apartment to have an interview with him. My word, don't come on. alone into his hotel room. Right, I'm a man that wants to protect women. Don't don't yes. get alone with Harvey Weinstein, okay? Or anybody. You know? For gosh sake. Um, yeah. No, I agree there. And it, 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 is a, it is a good point that you make that it is the political left, or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I feel like all the terms have become mishmashed, but... A little. But um, it is them that are saying morals are relative. And yet they want to use this strict moral argument and and mm-hmm. yeah and do damage politically to their enemies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. okay. Alrighty. Well, there. I think we've played it out. I, I at think this point. I think we did, and there is some good news in the news. Um, so, um, do you want to talk me into some of the? Good stuff. I know about a little bit of it. Okay, well, um, we want to talk economics, you mean? Sure, yeah. Okay. I mean, the economy's well, smoking. We've had some really good developments in the last couple of days, and I am a farmer, and so some of them have affected me positively, considerably, but um, we've, we, the, the president apparently has, has concluded negotiations with Justin Trudeau of Canada to sort of renegotiate in entirety the NAFTA treaty um i was again i i never have liked nafta even mm. though a lot of my farming contemporaries have loved it because it was supposed to help loosen trade or whatever like that but when well, they but, give it a nice name free trade north agreement. american free trade agreement <laughs> yeah, is anything not, ever what they call it no the patriot act the no, no it's not defense authorization <laughs> anyway oh, um so I've been against it, and here's the reason I've been against it, because it treated the United States as if it was a member of a North American Union instead of as a, a sovereign nation. Yeah, We've seen some really cool stuff from the president this week about national sovereignty. He addressed the UN, uh, he was he chaired a UN something I didn't get to see that, I missed it, yeah. That was also, I think, last week, while this all this madness was going on. Doing some really good stuff, standing up for us as a sovereign nation. And so, all that is sort of aside, or, or in the peri- periphery, um, they have concluded negotiations and agreed upon this new United States-Mexico-Canada trade deal. And um, it's really done good things. The, the, the markets are like at an all-time high now, I guess. The Dow or whatever just shoots up after some of this uncertainty is done away with. And I don't know. I was just I jotted down a few notes um, that I think are interesting on the on an economic level. And I I just I don't know. Maybe I'll toss it to you at this point. Just say hey, there's people are I think understating the goodness in the economy because of all this sort of 
Kavanaugh business. But. Yeah, and, and I also think we have we have the media that will not anything positive about Trump. They won't cover or, or give you know give any kudos for anything, but, yeah. but policy wise, and the fact that he's. Gosh, he's a great negotiator. You know, he goes to Mexico and says, hey, let's do this, and then we'll see if we can draw Canada in. And Canada doesn't say anything, doesn't say anything, doesn't say anything. And last well, minute, it's like, well, wait, we better get in on this. Trudeau has been very adversarial to the president. He is as left-leaning <clears throat> as possible. And that's having consequences in Canada, too. I, I yes. noticed, I saw on the news today, though, that uh, Quebec has just elected a very right-leaning nationalist uh-huh. type of person. Interesting. Uh, did I say Quebec? You did. Yes, Quebec. Quebec. And also, I know that there's, I've heard that there's some very, very nationalist, sort of liberty-minded um, people in Toronto that are also kind of... And, and for the record, sometimes nationalism scares me a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think you mean that in a good way. Well, I think, the, I use it in the, in the same way that Trump is a nationalist. Yeah. He's going to yeah. take care of his own country yeah. and his own region's uh, interests first. And I think that's why we elected him. He's our representative. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, I, I love people from other countries, you know, yeah. but I'm glad he's taking care of us. But just, okay, there's one negative, one drawback that I did jot down, but a couple of things. Okay. GDP in this quarter is up 4.1%. That's more than Obama ever got in his whole eight years, isn't it? Maybe. And and that is done <clears throat> with the Fed the the uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> being adversarial toward him mm-hmm. and they've raised I, I heard somebody say I have not double checked this to make sure of its accuracy but I I can't believe that somebody would say it yeah um, I can't believe somebody would say it if it was inaccurate is that the the Fed has raised interest rates during tr- the Trump administration six times that's crazy six times and still get a four point one gain in GDP in this quarter not to mention previous quarters which were also up. I, I just think that... And they never did during yeah. Obama's. Yeah. yeah. They never raised it during Obama's. It was like zero, remember? It was like... Mm-hmm. Well, um, this, will, this will be something we can come back to. Um, I want to come back to China after we do a cigar update, because that'll mm-hmm. help us remember where to come back to. Mm-hmm. Um, but something is really like intriguing me, and we're right on time anyway. So, I'm getting a lot of coffee. It's, it's, it's really morphed more into... Um, a coffee um, than anything, but I'm getting this this just this hint of like like a flavored coffee, mm-hmm. like a but I can't identify the flavor. Maybe mm. like a hazelnut or something. There's just this the sweet isn't just sweet. It's it's something. There's something else more identifiable, and I I'll call it hazelnut right now because I can't think of anything else. Okay, now that you're directing me, I can taste it. And uh, and but it's really slight, but it's nice because it's it's mostly coffee with a hint of bitter, but then it's getting that light. <clears throat> Almost a nutty, sweet there on yeah. on the more more probably on the aftertaste than in the actual draw. Yeah, I get it. There's okay. I used to work at a coffee roasting <clears throat> facility. We had a room, the flavor room, which was was everybody's least favorite place to go because of the caustic nature of the coffee flavoring sure. chemicals. I'm tasting what we used to call Mississippi mud. Hmm. <laughs> I don't even know what that was, <laughs> but that's interesting. Uh, yeah, maybe like a chocolate sort of deep. Uh, and it, this is this is one of those things that's funny to say, and I want to throw this out there because I think I'm right on this too. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. There seems to be like a leaf, like a like a fall leaf, and it's always funny because a cigar is made from leaves. So when you say that, you're like, duh. But dried leaves? You're yeah. tasting dried leaves? Yeah. <laughs> But like a, like a like in the fall the dried leaf kind of taste with yeah. the coffee and then that that kind of it you know, is it's a, it's a sp- it's like that nice sort of spicy chocolatey mm. so um wow yeah. yeah so um so it's it's definitely it's improved in my opinion and uh, the level of flavor is about the same, still medium or maybe a tick on the medium side. Are you getting a big blast? Because you seem maybe to think that the flavors were pretty strong early. Well, early. it's it's really <laughs> mellowed out and smoothed out and sort of just like a nice thick soup at this point. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I can't identify as much the individual flavors, but it's just come together. Real incorporate it's incorporated very very nicely and, and I'm done I'm definitely in the last third 
Yeah, yeah, me, me too. Just, just, just starting. I don't know if you're further than me or, or not, but um, one thing that um, we've kind of learned, I think, I'll say we, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but over the last year, year and a half that we've been doing this, even if a cigar doesn't exactly wow us on flavor, if it's well made and smooth, we can still enjoy it because it's a, it's a good smoke. And this has that that smoothness. It's I can tell it's well made, but it's also wowing me a little with that with that hazelnutty sweet and the coffee. That's uh, I'm enjoying that. So, um, maybe you think am I getting am I getting caramel? I don't know. I, I will. Okay, so like you should it, admit admit what you I just, just did. yeah. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta fess up. We we try really hard when we're reviewing cigars to not base our review off of what the cigar the official cigar description is. But in this case, the the okay the the official cigar should we should we read it? I mean, is it? Um, I I pointed to a, a note in the official cigar description, and I think it might actually have nailed. Maybe. I think you're right. Okay, okay, fine. I'll read it. It says... This is the first on Doug and Joe Talk. It said it will smother your palate with a delicious barrage of cream, cedar, caramel, and almonds. And here I was saying kind of a sweet hazelnutty, so the nutty could be almonds, could be caramel from the sweet. Maybe. I'm, you know... um, my I wine palette's probably better than my cigar palette, but maybe maybe it is. <laughs> it's possible. Caramel and almonds. It's so. possible. But, it's so um, good. I mean, I, yeah, this has been, of the three, definitely the favorite. And it's really smoothed out, thickened up, and incor- just kind of all incorporated. And I'm getting just a hint, like, and it's deep in the back of my throat. Like, the spice is, uh, and it's just a hint. It's not much spice. It's uh, in the back of my throat. I'm feeling a little bit of the spice tingle. And it's also it's interesting to tell when it hits your mouth different places because yeah. sometimes the spice will be right on your tongue. Right. And um, this is deeper back in the throat. So um, good stuff. So kudos to the final third. We're mm. enjoying it. Definitely so. So um, so China. Um, I I've heard that there are um, signs that China might be a little bit nervous. Do and, you think? <laughs> and. And why wouldn't they be? I mean, you know, if, if anything, they're the ones that are trying to screw us on, uh, you know... The worst. Uh, yeah, the worst of, of anybody when it comes to trade, just taking our intellectual property, doing all kinds of stuff that, that's bad. And this is what I, what I heard. I wish I could give credit. Let's, let me say that I think it was from the Andrew Clavin show, um, for, so from the Daily Wire, that China has been telling their censors that censor the stuff that goes out in the news public because that's what China does, Um, to be careful not to say that Trump's trade agreements are causing us problems economically. And so the only reason careful not to let that happen is because it is happening. (laughs) Oh, man, that's messed up on so many levels. It is, but... You know, I'm kind of glad, you know? Um, yeah. You know, and I, and then, of course, the mean part of me says I don't even know if I want them to come to the table because they'll just cheat even if they come to the table. But that's, I guess, what we pay the politicians well, to figure out. The, the <laughs> thing that concerns me is that China is kind of... Uh, uh, it's, it's one of those sort of players in the game that I have a tendency to be more leery of than most in the fact that I think, and this is my opinion, but it seems to me that China is the kind of country that if if they think they're getting beat, will move to further and further drastic measures, kind of like we see with, excuse me, with the, with the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And so while chi- it is definitely in China's interest to come to the table, mm-hmm. to play ball, to uh, to to come to an agreement that everybody can win, I wonder sometimes if China is not willing to let the United States become dominant as it looks like it's going to become. I mean, Trump's winning across the board. Win, yeah. One with Mexico, one with Canada, one with the EU. Mm-hmm. He's, win, he's winning, winning, winning. And I think that they see the, the different dominoes falling and they think, um, okay, we got to do something here. And that scares me a little bit. 
But at the same time, I, I want them to realize that if they play ball, if they come to the table, they win too. Yeah, yeah, that's, Don't that's the Don't worry big about thing. losing face as yeah. much as winning for your people. Yeah. And I'm afraid that they would choose face over, over just over winning yeah. economically. That That's unfortunate. But I, I think you you might be right, but but we don't know that. We that, don't. That's a speculation. Yeah, that's, that is so. an uneducated guess. Yeah, just yeah. a feeling. So, uh, but but it is it is good to know that 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 pressure is probably having some effect, and we'll we'll hope. Oh, that for it's, sure. That it's doing what we we want it to yeah. do as as Americans. So, um, <clears throat> well, uh, let's see. What? We're kind of getting a little bit in the corner on time here. Oh, we are, aren't we? Mm. But uh, I don't know. Do you want to go with the fun news? Sure, let's 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 do something fun and okay. quick, and then we'll do a cigar wrap. Well, okay. So I just learned right before I came tonight that tomorrow, which would be Wednesday, the what is it, the fifth? What's today? I don't even know. Second, the third, tomorrow. But well, third, Wednesday will be the third. Got to pick up attendance rent tomorrow. So will be the, it'll Wednesday be the third. The third. Okay, yep. Wednesday the third at two eighteen p.m. Eastern. Which what time would it, would it be here? It'd be one eighteen. One eighteen p.m. The president, we're talking, we've been talking about Trump the whole time, but mm-hmm. is going to test a brand new alert system, and he's oh, going yeah. to send a personal text. Not a, it's not not like a personal text, like "Hey Joe, how you doing?" But it's a new presidential alert test, where it's a new system where the president can can basically directly address the American people through this new presidential alert system, and they've built it so that the president can give information. To, to basically everybody in America's cell phone. <clears throat> wow. So uh, if you want to get it, I guess, I'm going to, I have my government alerts turned off on my phone right uh-huh. now, like Amber Alerts, and mm-hmm. we, we'll be sitting in a meeting somewhere, and there'll be a tornado warning somewhere locally, and everybody's phone yeah. will go off except for mine because <laughs> I don't have the government alerts on. I'm going to turn it on just in case that would be a hindrance because I want to get this alert. Hey, Trump texted hey, me. Hey, Trump texted me. No, but... Uh, I, what do you think about that as a as a thing? I mean, should the president have the ability to go directly and give you a direct message? Well, um, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to put any restrictions. Good thing or bad thing? I I my top of my head I'd say neutral, which is such a wussy answer. <laughs> but um, I I don't know why not. Um, I mean, I I guess if that that's the highest office in the land. And if anybody could, then sure. And you can you can always elect not to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have you don't have to get it. Um, I think it's a good thing. I I think it's probably never a bad. It's never been a bad thing in the past in our country's history when the presidents talk directly to the people. I think that they haven't liked it very much because even who was it that did the fireside chats that came on the radio once a week or whatever and just oh. talked directly to the people? Was it? Uh, it was a uh, Roosevelt. No, I don't remember. I, don't I should know. <clears throat> I know they taught me that in school, and I should probably remember. But uh, I don't. Twitter. They haven't liked that. The fact that that Trump can talk yeah. directly to his supporters via Twitter. But um, but anyway. text, texting's got to be because you're going to get to a lot more people. Oh yeah, they were, the 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 article I read said it was going to go to two hundred and some million wow. devices, hmm. which is. Pff- that's just that's crazy, I mean, what is there three hundred million in the United States people? Yeah, yeah something like that. So, so it's, yeah, it's, that's almost everybody. I, I think that's a good thing. I mean, I can't. I guess I can't think of a of a negative. What's what's your what's your take? What do you think? Well, here before we wrap, I, if it was a president that I didn't trust, I would say that they could use that to kind of spread propaganda or misinform. Mm-hmm. But I think that anybody who's got their head squarely on their shoulders would know that it was misinformation. <clears throat> hopefully. Or, but I mean, people are always free to judge whether information yeah, yeah. is correct or incorrect. But yeah, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see yeah, I guess, I guess, guess we'll see. We'll, so. we'll uh, more to happen. We'll talk about that maybe the next time. Yeah, or the I guess time we'll after. see what happens. We'll, we'll yeah, see what, what, goes what he on. said. Mm-hmm. Well, so we've I've got <clears throat> a couple inches left on my cigar. It's only hot when I'm drawing fast. I am getting more, a uh, little more flavor when I when I draw harder uh, on the cigar. Um, I don't have any. The last update was was getting spot on for me, I think, and so I, I'm just going to stick with my last. Mm-hmm. What I said last, it's it's good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Anything additional? All around good. I, yeah, I think I'll 
kind of second year motion and how's your burn? burn i fixed it i i took the okay. lighter and okay. sort of like realigned the burn after i did that it straightened right up and it's not been a problem since so i think it was just i held the cigar wrong or i don't know Got a breeze or something. I didn't say this earlier. The retrohale stings my nose quite a bit, so I don't retrohale much on this one. But I'm getting enough flavor that I like without doing that. Yeah, so That's good. Alrighty. Great cigar. Well, uh, and great conversation, Joe. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's been good. A lot of... I'm, I'm, I'm glad... Impassioned tonight. Yeah, it was. It felt, felt good. Felt good, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. well, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to Doug and Joe Talk. Let, us, com. let us know what you think. Yeah. Talk uh, to you next time. See you.